here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. A reminder, uh, we will be carrying President Trump's statement tonight, scheduled for 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time, live. We'll be blowing through our breaks, commercials, and so forth. In order to do that, so I'm letting the affiliates down the line know You know, this is amazing. I've been around a little while before I did radio the last 20 years. I practiced law. I practiced law with a legal organization called Landmark Legal Foundation. Before that, I was in a number of positions in the Reagan administration, including Chief of Staff to the Attorney General of the United States, Ed Meese. I've seen a lot of cases in my life, handled a lot of cases in my life. I've known a lot of U.S. attorneys. I've known a lot of litigators. I've known a lot of lawyers, period. Some good, some bad, some okay. I've never seen anything like this. In my entire life. I read this document, 16 pages long, put out by the DA's office in Manhattan. This document could have been written by a pre-law student. But that pre-law student would have flunked. It is a stupid document. It is a document that is vapid, that makes no sense. And I told Mr. Producer, and I told my wife, do you realize there's no crimes alleged here? I read this thing, I said, they're not alleging any crimes, or any actual crimes. They are making allegations, but there aren't any actual crimes here. Now, 
First of all, there's no federal offense that's even applicable to this. The DA has no jurisdiction on federal matters, as you well know. But it's more than that. Throughout this document, Bragg talks about underlying criminal acts, which turn these acts into felonies. What are the underlying criminal facts? That is, what are the underlying crimes that were covered up by this non-disclosure agreement? Do you know what they are, America? We don't know. We're assuming it's a federal campaign issue. But we actually don't know because he doesn't tell us. So key to the felony nature of what he's alleging, there has to be, under New York State law, an underlying crime that is being covered up by a bookkeeping act, a bookkeeping error, to make it a crime, to make it a felony, as opposed to misdemeanor. He doesn't list any, not one. If you're going to be charged with a crime, the crime has to be very specific. These are specific intent crimes. You have to know that you're committing a crime in order to commit it. We're not talking about strict liability regulations. We're talking about a criminal act, a felony. There's no underlying crime that's mentioned here to turn these so-called misdemeanors into a felony. Not one. Now, more than that, it's time for me to correct something. It's more than the fact that he doesn't have jurisdiction to even look at federal elections issues that the United States Attorney's Office in the Southern District looked at and said, there's nothing here. It's not enough to allege somebody's covering up a crime when they haven't even been charged with the underlying crime. Do you understand what I'm saying, Mr. Producer? You can't charge somebody under a state statute. I don't care if it's New York, it's New Hampshire, or whatever it is. And say he committed this crime to cover up another crime. But he's not been charged with another crime. You get my point? Let alone convicted of another crime. So how could he be covering up another crime? And it's not enough for a prosecutor just to assert he's covering up other criminal conduct. Well, what is it? I'm not telling you. Well, if you tell me, what was he charged with? Nothing. What was he convicted of? Nothing. Then how can there be an underlying crime? Now, you're going to hear everybody say this on Fox tonight and everywhere else because I just said it now. And that's okay. I will be on Fox myself on Hannity tonight. This state statute is utterly unconstitutional. Bragg is right. You can't possibly have due process if you don't even know what you're defending against. If you don't even know how you committed the crime. I hope I'm not making this too complicated. Let me try this again. 
if you have a state law, according to Bragg, that says, look, I made some bookkeeping errors here, I called something legal that should have been called Schmeagle or whatever, and that is a felony because you use that bookkeeping quote-unquote error to cover up an underlying crime. All right, is that clear, Mr. Producer? Now, what's the underlying crime that you're covering up? I'm not telling you. It's not in this 16-page document. He was even asked about it, as you'll see. He says, I don't have to tell you under state law. Then that state law is unconstitutional. If he's right. Number two. It's not enough to assert that somebody was covering up an underlying crime. Were they charged with the underlying crime? No. Let alone convicted? No. So you're just going to assert that they're covering up an underlying crime, even though you won't, number one, mention it, number two, nobody's been charged with it, number three, let alone convicted? Right. That's unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional. We also find out that the judge's daughter worked for Vice President Kamala Harris. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? He should have recused himself because of the appearance of a conflict of interest. That's the standard. Not even the fact of a conflict of interest. The appearance of a conflict of interest. The judge should have recused himself. That's the standard. That's the standard. Now, his daughter has since moved on from working for uh, Kamala Harris. She's the partner in a far-left group, digital strategies firm called Authentic Campaigns. She's worked on a number of Democrat campaigns. She used to work for Kamala Harris. Why is this judge still on this case? It's clear when you have an appearance of a conflict of interest, whether you feel you're conflicted or not, is beside the point. And of course, Bragg should have been disbarred when he ran for office, alleging that he was going to get Trump or indict Trump. That's it. You're gone. That's it. Now, furthermore, there's so many bad things about this. Bragg says, I'm not going to normalize crimes, financial crimes like this. I'm not going to normalize them. No, he's going to normalize murder and theft and assault and rape and acts of anti-Semitism under New York hate crimes and on and on, as my wife pointed out to me. He's more than happy to normalize crimes. But there's no crime, folks. There's not even a crime that's properly alleged here. No actual crime is alleged here. And you're going to hear this regurgitated now. There's nothing here. There's nothing in this 16-page document. Nothing. Well, the underlying crime, what is it? I'm not telling you. You don't get to play games like that when you're a prosecutor. The defendant and the defendant's lawyers have a right to know what exactly you're charging them with. I'm going to let you hear his statement a little, little later. But I want you to hear this question to Alvin Bragg. 
Cut to Mr. Producer. Go. Described in Beckman says that uh, there were 34 false uh, business uh, uh, records. And they were done to conceal another crime, but the indictment does not specifically say what those crimes were. We are assuming, perhaps, that they might be election related. I'm wondering if you can uh, specify what laws. We're all so let me let me say as an initial matter that the indictment doesn't specify because the law does not so require uh, in my remarks I mentioned a couple of laws which I will highlight uh, again now uh, the, the, the first is New York State election law which makes it a crime uh, to conspire okay, so you, you don't get to be an opinion maker when you're the DA let me tell you some of the things I highlighted in my comment no no in the indictments, you don't say that. It's the indictments that people have to work off of, not your press conference. Can you specify what laws? Well, let me give you a couple ideas. No, I don't want a couple ideas. I don't want your thoughts. What are you alleging? Go ahead. To promote a candidacy by unlawful means. I further indicated a, a, a number of unlawful means, including more additional false statements. But why didn't you charge him for these things? I don't get it. You don't get to just say, well, he did this, and I allege he did that, and I, did you charge him? No. Well, then your opinion is no different than the homeless guy on the corner. These haven't been adjudicated. That's why you're here, America. Go ahead. That were planned to be made to tax authorities. Uh, I also noted the federal election law cap on contraband contribution uh, limits. But why weren't there those crimes charged? Why were uh, charged with those crimes? Well, we, we I'm not going to go into our deliberate process on what was and brought. We're not the asking you to go into your deliberate process. You know, this guy's stupid. I've concluded he's a moron. Somebody else is running this office. And I think I know who it is. It's the chief assistant DA, Meg Reese. This guy's too stupid to come up with even this convoluted and stupid list of uh, charges. Meg Reese, as Gateway Pundit pointed out, as commentator John Cardillo pointed out, this Meg Reese, the deputy in the office, is the real Svengali. And they went back and looked at her social sites. And she has posted one Trump-hating, one Trump-hating post after another. Retweets them. Make America intelligent again, dump Trump. She retweeted that. Ezra Klein is a moron. I've always believed Trump lives in a fortress of narcissism, self-pity, and self-justification. That's funny, Ezra. I thought that was you. But watching some of the Statements he submitted to making in recent days. I do wonder if it's beginning to dawn on him How he'll be remembered how he'll be seen she retweeted that Ibrahim X. Kendi we know who he is He retweet he writes he's gone and now it's up to us to drive drive out what he represents He is lies he is lies that's good Ibrahim He means his lies and bigotry and so forth. She retweeted that, and I can go on and on. She retweeted Elizabeth Warren and others. And then when this was pointed out, she locked her Twitter site and then deleted everything. 
Hmm. Deleted everything. Meg Reese is running this office because Alan Bragg is just too damn stupid. But I've got more to say. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Let me ask you, what the heck is going on with the banks? These bank failures are absolutely nuts. How are we supposed to find sanity in this mess? And I was talking with Augusta Precious Metals, and they said tons of people are buying gold to protect the retirement savings right now. I think it's more important than ever to own gold. And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I have serious problems with this judge. I have very serious problems with this judge. This judge should have looked at these 16 pages, if he's experienced, and he is, and he should have seen what I saw. That you've not made out even an appropriate criminal charge here. What exactly is the criminal issue here. And if you don't have anything else, uh, I'm dismissing this just by my own hand. Now this judge's daughter worked for Vice President Kamala Harris for a period of time. Did you know that? Well, I told you that earlier. He should have recused himself because it's appearance of a conflict of interest. But my own experience is, if you file crap like this in front of a seasoned trial judge, they're going to spit it out as fast as they possibly can. I'm just being honest. I'll be right back. Let me ask you, what the heck is going on with the banks? These bank failures are absolutely nuts. How are we supposed to find sanity in this mess? And I was talking with Augusta Precious Metals, and they said tons of people are buying gold to protect the retirement savings right now. I think it's more important than ever to own gold. And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. 
Yes, it's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. All right, here's Alvin Bragg uh, in his statement, which is just a few minutes uh, after the arraignment. Cut one, go. Earlier this afternoon, Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. And by the way, as others have said, it's so true. You go through these counts, it's essentially one issue split up in the 34. That just shows you how sleazy they are. Complete sleazeballs. Go ahead. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That what is exactly- crime is that? I'm not telling you. And what other crime was Trump charged with? None. Go ahead. What this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York State. No matter who you are, we cannot and will not normalize. What felony crimes in New York State are you talking about, Counselor? Which ones? Which ones did you charge Donald Trump with? More to the point. What other crimes, felony crimes, did you charge Trump with? Have a trial or a plea deal, and was he found guilty on? Which ones? None. You don't get to say, well... He was intending to conceal another crime. He didn't commit another crime, quote unquote. Go ahead. It's criminal conduct. The defendant repeatedly made false statements on New York business records. He also caused others to make false statements. The defendant claimed that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. This simply was not true. And it was a false statement that the defendant made month after month in 2017. April, May, June, and so on through the rest of the year. He didn't make any false statements. Not one. He didn't make any false statements. How do I know? Because Michael Cohen's lawyer said that Donald Trump did not make the payments. Um, And then they reimbursed Cohen. And if they put it down as a legal payment, Cohen's the lawyer. How else are they supposed to put it down? Campaign contribution? Well, that would be crime, right? But that's not what it was. According to Michael Cohen. Go ahead. Straight months, the defendant held documents in his hand containing this key lie. That he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. All right, so let's say that's all true. So you get to fill out these endless forms in New York. Okay. 
here are we're taking care of our uh, financial forms or tax forms here okay 130 grand okay how many payments uh, let's say three okay three now which category is it in is it in legal food services accounting payments what is it well I'm reimbursing my lawyer let me put it in the legal hey he did that intentionally intentionally to do what to cover up a crime what crime I'm not telling you well why not because I don't have to maybe it was federal election crime you don't have jurisdiction on that maybe it was a state of New York election issue well the statute of limitations is wrong what what is this what is this this is this man should be disbarred he's purposely interfering with a presidential election the first indictment of a former president but even more the first indictment by a democrat of a republican leading potential nominee for president of the united states this has to be nipped in the bud here folks what is this it's a calamity go ahead checks for payments to michael cohen for each of these nine months in total now let's be clear the payments to michael cohen are not a crime these are non-disclosure agreements that's what they are what he's trying to do is to say that those payments were not put in the proper category on state forms in order to cover up another crime that Donald Trump was never charged for and in which he has no jurisdiction at the federal level and the US attorney looked at it and said no I don't know how much clearer I can be no state violations no federal violations no bookkeeping violation no nothing nothing go ahead there were 34 documents with this critical false statement and so then he throws 34 charges against them well he put it in the legal category 34 times therefore 34 charges each one carries up to four years that's right four years They want Donald Trump in prison, folks. They don't care how they do it. If they had their way, they'd just drag him off the street and throw him in prison. We're getting close to that, but we're not there yet. And you folks in New York, let me ask you a question, particularly New York City. How did you like spending tens of millions of dollars today on security and traffic control? Tens of millions of dollars. Every cop in New York was called in today. Everyone. State troopers were there. Other law enforcement was there. How did you like paying tens of millions of dollars for this political hit job by a guy that won't prosecute criminals? Go ahead. Why did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements 
The evidence because will show. He didn't repeatedly make false statements. Like I said the other day, does this guy look like he's missed a meal, Mr. Producer? Go ahead. Did so to cover up crimes relating to the 2016 election. Again, what were the crimes? I don't have to tell you. Maybe later if you're lucky. Oh, I see. And what were the crimes that he was charged with? There weren't any. So what is this underlying crime stuff? Exactly. Go ahead. Donald Trump, executives at the publishing company. Ah, shut up, you slob. Let's go back to some of the questions. Cut three. Go. You had expressed a year ago that you, you had some reservations about the case's readiness. Can you talk to us about what were some of the questions in your mind? So what you- she's asking is, why did you wait? You said you needed to have some questions answered. What were the questions that you waited to have to have answered in order to bring this case now? Timing's a little suspicious, you know. Go ahead. In order to bring a case, you know, this uh, magnitude. I'm I'm not going to go chapter and verse into uh, many thinking. What I will say is leave the time period. Go ahead. Uh, For a couple of months, uh, the... uh, investigation in my view was not concluded into the conduct uh, in particular that that is the basis for the charges today Uh, since that time we've had uh, more evidence uh, made available to the office and opportunity to meet with additional witnesses Uh, so uh, as i said earlier i've been doing this for 24 years uh i don't bring cases prior to a thorough you really are a stupid guy you really are a stupid guy doing what for 24 years malpractice Let's move on. Where are we? Cut, uh, I guess it's cut four. Go. This is Rag Garrett Hake with NBC News. Uh, your predecessor took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Federal prosecutors took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Do you believe you have new evidence that led you to decide to charge this? Or why now? Well, as I, as I just mentioned, we have uh, had available to the office additional evidence uh, that was not in the office's possession. Evidence prior. of what? Of what? Evidence of what? Go ahead. Time here. Uh, and as to uh, your, your part of your question about the, the federal, we have a distinct and strong, I would say profound, independent interest in New York State. This is the business capital of the world. Uh, we regularly uh, do cases involving false business statements. Uh, the, the, the bedrock, in fact, the basis right, for... Thank you for not answering the question. Uh, let's do a little flashback here. Here's Alvin Bragg, candidate for New York DA on Hot 97 FM. 97 FM. Our hot station over there, 97 FM. Nothing hot about those putzes. Cut seven, go. But one of the things uh, leading into this vote for the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, I know a lot of people are wondering, uh, whoever has this job, are they going to convict Donald Trump? Wow, what an intelligent question. Hold on now. This is the hot 97 FM. Yeah, so uh, you're going to convict Donald Trump, yes or no? That's all we care about. You want our vote? You you know, you got to convict Donald Trump. Because that's all that matters here on 97 Hot, the Hot FM. 
sounds like stupid is uh, is a disease. The hot FM. Go ahead. Uh, the number one issue we know he's investigating. Cyber. And what I'll say is I'm the only I was the first to announce against Cy Vance. I, too, have a lot of issues, which is why I decided to run. I'm the candidate in the race who has the experience with, with Donald Trump. I was the chief deputy in the attorney general's office. We sued the Trump administration over 100 times uh, for the Muslim travel ban, for family separation at the border, for shenanigans with the census. Uh, So I know how to to litigate uh, with him. I also led the team that did the Trump Foundation case. So uh, I'm ready to go wherever the facts take me and to inherit that case. And I think, you know, it'd be hard to argue with the fact that that's that'd be the most important, uh, most high profile case. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've seen him up front and seen the lawlessness that he can do. And What's, you believe it should happen? I, you know, I, I, I believe we have to hold him accountable. Uh, I haven't seen all the facts beyond the public, but I've litigated with him. And so I'm, I'm prepared to go where the facts take me once I see them uh, and hold him accountable. By the way, the hoster is Ebro. I'm Embro for Mark. I'm Embro. Hey, Ebro. You think people should just be thrown in prison, bro? What are you talking about, man? What should happen? We want him held to account. We want Trump in prison, man. That's what we want. And there's Alvin. Trying to do the best he can for Ebro. That's Alvin. We'll be right back. Mark in. Let me ask you, what the heck is going on with the banks? These bank failures are absolutely nuts. How are we supposed to find sanity in this mess? And I was talking with Augusta Precious Metals, and they said, tons of people are buying gold to protect the retirement savings right now. I think it's more important than ever to own gold. And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Well, the Democrats backed a very stupid man in a very stupid case. To be perfectly honest with you, they didn't get the mugshot either, did they, Mr. Producer? Donald Trump has landed in Palm Beach. Scheduled to speak at 8.15 tonight, Eastern Time. We will have it live right here. We are live and national, as this is a national issue, after all. It affects all corners of the country. Look how embarrassing this is throughout the world, by the way. You know, the radical left progressives are banana republic types. That's where they want to drag us. The degrowth movement, the open borders movement... You know, where riots are mostly peaceful. Where people pay more for oil and gasoline when they could be paying less, that sort of stuff. 
And so they want us to have sort of a third world type legal system, which is no legal system at all. People are, oh, it's a two tier. If you don't have a one tier system, then it's not a legal system. It's tyranny. That's what it is. It's tyranny. Jonathan Alter is an MSLSD contributor. He's also an idiot. And on your resume, it has to say idiot in bold and underlined for MSLSD to hire you. Listen to this idiot. Cut eight. Go. As everybody knows, this is totally unprecedented in our history, but it is not out of character for our history. And I think it's really important. See, he to sits understand. there and he thinks to himself, how can I justify this? It's not out of character for our history. Go ahead. That was happening today is very much in line with what the founders envisioned. So no, they, it's not. It's nothing to do with the, what the founders envisioned, you idiot. Which founder envisioned this? You mean the founders of our country? Or the founders of some communist or fascist or third world country? Go ahead. Provisions for impeachment uh, for dealing with crimes that were committed by a president in office. But they very much believed that because we don't right, have give a- this guy the hook, give this guy the hook, all the all the losers, lowlights and uh, the rest of them. They wind up on MSLSD, CNN, working with Maggie Haberman over there at uh, New York Times or Philly Buck at the Washington Compost. And so this is uh, Jonathan Alter. I thought he wasn't on uh, TV anymore. I thought even they realized that this was kind of low. But no, he's back. We give him the hook. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here, our number... 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. I want to thank all of you folks who uh, listen to this show. I also want to thank you for listening to the or watching my Fox show on Sunday. Um, we had massive ratings. We won uh, we, the entire weekend with every show. Uh, on cable. So I want to thank you very much for that. And, uh, you know, we will be running my interview with President Trump, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, um, where we discussed a number of things. And this is uh, prior to, about 30, 40 minutes prior to him being informed about these charges. Peter Ducey's questioning Jean-Pierre at the uh, White House press briefing today. You might want to listen in on this. Cut 15, go. President Biden is a lawyer. 
Is he? Spend, spend the president of the United States and the commander in chief. But go ahead. He is. But uh, as a lawyer, is he concerned at all? that a local DA indicting a former president could, down the line, open up the possibility, set the precedent, that local DAs that don't like former President Biden could indict him. I'm not going to comment from here. Why don't you have more to say about the Trump indictment? It is an ongoing um, case, and I've been very clear about that. We've been prudent about that, not commenting on ongoing cases, and we're going to stick to that. But for better or worse, all that anybody in the country is talking about at this exact moment while we were in here. And and not only that, this is a different case, you see. It's Democrats going after a Republican, a putative nominee, uh, who... By hurting him this way or trying to, the fact is that it's an attempt to help Biden. That's all this is, and it's an attempt to help Biden. And his silence actually says a lot. Michael Shear at the New York Times. This gets interesting, believe it or not. The guy woke up from a stupor, and uh, there he is, and he did a good job, I must say. So we salute Michael Shear. Cut 16, go. The, the president has spoken repeatedly about January 6th. Um, he gave at least two major speeches that I can think of, and he's talked at length, sorry, talked at length in, uh, in various forums. Um, there were more than 500 active legal cases going on during the time that he made those speeches, all of which potentially could have been affected, would have been affected, by whatever his opinions were on the circumstances surrounding those cases. Why, what is different between his being willing to talk about not the specifics of individual cases, but to talk about the issues presented by by what happened on January 6th and questions about, just to, just to put a fine point on it, I'm sort of going on Peter's point, it's like, and, and frankly, a lot of the questions here, there's an understanding about not wanting to comment specifically about this case, perhaps, but there are issues that are presented, people have been talking about them for, for weeks now, when a former president, any former president, would be indicted for the first time and arrested for the first time. What is the White House's reticence and what's the difference between that and this? Done. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but with all seriousness, January 6th um, was a devastating day. Like, you guys, I think if, if you guys weren't there, some of your colleagues were on Capitol Hill. We had, um, we had law enforcement, uh, police officers who were attacked, who died. Um, uh, and what stop. we saw. No, no law enforcement officer was killed on January 6th. I'm so sick of this lie. You notice how this administration, just keep it right where it is, Mr. Producer. You notice how this administration has locked up more Republicans than any administration in history? Have you noticed this? More MAGA supporters. They have locked them up by the hundreds. In other words, a Democrat administration has locked up Republicans, MAGA, Trump supporters by the hundreds. The hundreds. Think about this. Including people who committed no violent act whatsoever. It's incredible. Go ahead. 
day was an attack on our democracy. It was a devastating, devastating day. Oh, I see. And today is not an attack on our democracy. Sick. Go ahead. And it was, uh, it was a moment for this president to have spoken to, right? He had millions and millions of Americans who watched what was happening on Capitol Hill. Something that and millions and millions of Americans are watching this genius. What kind of a press secretary is this? Well, well, I mean, all right, go ahead. I've never seen it. Many of us had never, ever seen before, you know, and uh, it was something that needed to be spoken to. Uh, when you see something like that, our democracy, literally our democracy under attack. No, so, literally our democracy was not under attack, actually. It was not under attack, actually. It's under attack right now. You know what happened in New York today, America? An insurrection. Dressed up as a legal proceeding, but it was an insurrection nonetheless. Go ahead. The president will never shy away when it comes to our democracy, when it comes to the fabric. He's very brave. He really stares down the communist Chinese and so forth. Go ahead. As a country and what makes this country uh, who it, what it is. Uh, and so it. I thought you leftists hated this country. So what makes this country what it is? These people are schizophrenic. They hate America for a thousand different reasons. But Biden makes this country what it is. And what is it? Well, it's obviously a white-dominant racist country. Biden makes it what it is. Go ahead. Different, different moment and a different time. What we're... No, I hear you. I, I hear... I, oh, uh, I know. But let me... Sure, go ahead. Uh, when it comes to these types of cases, these criminal, like, specific cases... Uh, we're just not going to comment. I know there's a broad. I, I get. I get you. I know there's a broader question of what this means, the precedent, and and uh, and what the president is going to decide or make decisions that he might make, like hypothetical questions. I'm just not going to comment from here on that. Again, I was asking why you yeah, were I, going to comment. Uh, on and I, that. And, I'm and, hoping that I I laid that out for you, and I just laid out why we commented on January 6th, and we're just going to be very mindful. These are ongoing cases. 100 cases involving Americans I, who, who whose freedom hear, was at, I hear at you. risk. I hear you, right? this so, is something that all of Americans watch in real time. In real time. And people, people died. I, people die. I don't need a lecture on the fact that but people But you're lecturing die. me. But, but, but you're I'm, lecturing I'm me. Not, yes, you I'm, are. I'm asking questions, and what I'm saying is there are millions of people out there watching today. You, you called January 6th historic. It was absolutely historic. None of us had ever seen that before. Nobody's seen this before Actually, either. Actually, we had or, seen it before with the Weather Underground and Students for Democrat Action and the Puerto Rican Independence Movement and... Uh, and so forth and so on. But anyway, go ahead. Millions of Americans watching the first time in 250 years a former president be hauled into court and, and, and processed for arrest. That means something. That has some effect. You know, the problem with this guy, Shears, is he's missing the point. It's not just a former president. It is a potential Republican nominee, his challenger that's going into court with a Democrat prosecutor in a Democrat city with a judge whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris 
if the Biden runs, will be running as his running mate. There's no way he has the guts to drop her, airhead or not. And so it's even worse. Go ahead. On, on American democracy and on how the rest of the world, the, the president has talked a lot about how the rest of the world sees the United States in the wake of January 6th. Totally valid. Why isn't that, why isn't there a similar kind of assessment about how the world is watching us now? You, good or bad? I'm not making a judgment no. whichever way. I, I'm just saying. I mean, I hear your question. I hear January you. January 6th is just, was a different moment. It Jet, just was. Look, you got to understand. January 6th was, it's it's just, we were right on the edge there, right on the edge uh, of the insurrection. This is different. We're going after the potential Republican nominee uh, who needs to be taken out, as you well know. He's a threat to democracy, as Joe Biden has said time and again. We're not pulling any punches. We've got our Jack the Ripper Smith looking under every rock for documents. Less, of course, they're in Wilmington. Yes. And then we've got our Democrat DA in Atlanta. She's putting a nice ribbon around her, uh, her indictments. And then, of course, we have Big Al. I went in the chipmunks there in Manhattan, and uh, he's doing that too. So just remember, nothing compares to January 6th. Never, ever. Nothing. Go ahead. That's it. We have a little montage for you. Grabian, we love Grabian here. I do. At the meeting, the Democrats say they're so sad about this, and it's so sad. They're upset they didn't get a mugshot. Cut 17, go. It's a sad day for America. Hard stop. This is no time for celebration. Uh, you know, I think it's sad. I have fought Trump for a long time, but I'm sad that this has happened. How are you feeling about a historic day? I, you know, it's it's sad. And this is a day of profound sadness that an ex-president uh, is indicted, but it's also a time to celebrate. Because it's a sad moment to see a former president have to do this, even though we feel it could lead to justice. If, 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 you, if you don't see this, it's a sad day for America. It's a sad day for America. It's a sad day. Well, I don't think anybody can consider it a good day. Regardless of anything, it's just really sad. It's a sadness, I, I think, uh, that we got to this point. I just want to remain measured. The left, full of somber support. I think, really, this should be a somber moment. It is a serious, somber, solemn moment. It's obviously a somber moment, and it's a, it's a sad moment. Well, it's really a sad day when we get to this point. Incredibly sad day for our country. It is a serious night. And a somber moment for our country. That so this is a really sad moment and a perilous moment. I mean, I, I think it is a sad day. It is a sad chapter. Mm, it's very sad. And then they go off camera and they're laughing and they're having a grand old time as they try and destroy the country and the Republican Party and Donald Trump. And you know who they hate the most? You. You. We the people they hate the most. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. It's interesting when you think about it. So they're trying to put Donald Trump in prison over a paperwork issue, and they can't even defend their charges. Can't even explain their charges. The moron in D.C., Jack the Ripper Smith, he's trying to put Trump in federal prison over a paper matter. Over documents, man. And meanwhile, they're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to investigate and audit you over what? Paperwork matters. This is a tyranny. 87,000 new IRS agents. Paper issues. Oh, you didn't return the paper we demanded. And I've been telling you for months now with this stuff going on you keep an eye on Atlanta and Washington D.C. a lot of these legal analysts they're out there saying and those are the real cases so you're going to like several of them right now and you should they're making sense and saying smart things about what's taking place in Manhattan but then the trigger might be pulled in Atlanta and they're going to say oh She has him dead to rights. Or maybe the trigger will be pulled in Washington, D.C. Oh, my goodness. They're going to say, oh, yes. uh..." You, You hear Bill Barr saying this. Although, to his credit, he also says, it's one thing if you have the ability to pull the trigger, it's quite another whether you should. So I will give him that. On a paper issue, you see. And then January 6th, we're going to dust off some of these old Confederate statutes. Democrat Party being connected at the hip with the old Confederacy. Oh, yes. And they're going to be talking about, uh, you know, this, this is really serious. Now, you heard the dim-witted uh, press secretary. It's the greatest threat America has ever faced. And they have to keep lying about it, that five police officers were murdered. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. We don't need lectures from the party of Ted Kennedy and Chappaquiddick. We know when people have been killed. And the only person killed on January 6th was an innocent young lady who served her country, a veteran, when she was protesting. And she was shot in cold blood and murdered and died on the floor of the Congress, the floor of the Capitol. I'll be right back. 
Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N, PODCAST, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. WXLW, Steve, Indianapolis, Indiana. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you? I am great. Yeah, hey, um... My understanding is that the uh, president's charged with falsifying a business record. And I don't see how the checks can be considered business records if they're written out of his personal trust account. Um, and, you know, for sure, a trust is not a Here's business. the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sure you're right. I don't want to get into the weeds because the weeds are irrelevant. This isn't a crime. Period. He can write it out anything he wants to. It's a non-disclosure agreement. A non-disclosure agreement can be a legal expense. So if he puts it in the legal category, it's perfectly fine. I don't care if it comes out of his pocket. I don't care if it comes out of the trust. If that's what they're doing, reimbursing. It's a legal expense. Call it what you will. It doesn't matter. It's not like he's concealing the expense. It's not like he's... Uh, you know, avoiding taxes or anything of that sort. The only reason uh, Bragg and the rest of them even know about it is because he reported it, right? Sure, so, sure, uh, yeah, because it's so, so it's not a crime. The district attorney does not have jurisdiction because he keeps pointing to the federal election statute as the really the only basis he has to try and uh, create a felony here. And it's not the case. So, from beginning to end, this is a non-existent crime. Non-starter. It's a non-starter, but look, look what this guy's done. And you're, and you're indicting a man who's leading right now for the Republican nomination for the presidency against another Democrat. Alvin Bragg should wind up in prison. He's interfering with this election. The Democrats keep interfering with elections. They do it whether it's Russia collusion, whether it's this, whether it's the FBI. And then they tell you that we've had the cleanest elections in American history, when that is an impossibility, given all the strange changes that have been made to election laws in every state by Democrat lawyers, Democrat governors, Democrat legislatures, and Democrat secretaries of state. All right, my friend, thank me for your call. All right, Mr. Producer, do we have another? From what Creek, Virginia? 
Cripple Creek, Virginia. George, Sirius Satellite. How are you, George? Crystal and Roanoke, but uh, uh, you know, your book, uh, you know, American Marxism, I've read it, and you're probably uh, familiar with uh, Lavrente Pavlovich, you know, Stalin's chief of secret police, who said, uh, find me the man and I'll show you the crime. This is exactly yeah, what they're doing to President Trump. Yeah, we've talked about him at length. Yeah, this is a misdemeanor that the statute of limitations have expired several years ago. Yep. And, you know, Hillary Clinton did the same thing when she paid for that infamous Christopher Steele Trump Russia collusion dossier in 19 or 2016. You're and right. nothing happened to her. She wasn't nope. indicted. Nope. Nope. You're 100% right. All right, my brother. Thank you for your call. Hillary wasn't indicted. Bill Clinton cut a deal with an independent counsel. So he wouldn't be indicted when he was leaving office, you might recall, though he was disbarred for eight years. And Bill Clinton lied to a court. And Bill Clinton lied during his grand jury appearance. Uh, And here we have, oh, he shouldn't have called that legal expenses. And he did that to cover up another crime. And what is that? Oh, I don't have to tell you that. I'm just telling you, folks, this is uh, Stalinist behavior. The gentleman who just called is exactly correct. And this is not what we're supposed to be doing in the United States, but it is what we're doing. And, um, And the funny thing is Bragg himself doesn't want any oversight, even though federal tax dollars flow through his office. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Federal docs, uh, tax dollars flow through his office. He wants no oversight of his office. None. That we cannot do. How about another caller, Mr. Producer? Anybody who we should bring up here? Yeah. Joe, Washington, D.C., the great WMAL, or as they call it here, WAMA. Go right ahead. Hi, Mark, uh, long-time listener and, and a big fan. Just two quick comments. And number one, yes. Uh, yes. there's there's no way that President Trump gets a fair trial in New York. He will be convicted on every count. There's just no jury in New York that will fail to. That, that's why it's uh, 34 counts. It's throw it against the wall and hope something sticks. Go right ahead. Exactly. He's he's finished in New York. And, and like his political career as a result is probably finished, too, unless it can get thrown out somewhere. I just don't think it, it will happen. The second thing I would say is that um, every no, it might get thrown out. It might get thrown out. We'll see, uh, because this is so bad. And if the court system doesn't do what the court system's supposed to do, if some judge along the line of judges in this matter doesn't step in and really apply justice to this, then nobody's going to have any respect for any judges or any courts in this country. It's that simple. Go ahead. I, I, I totally agree. The second point I would make is that every Republican DA in the Midwest throughout, throughout the country ought to be looking to bring charges now. Gee, I wonder where you heard that before. Well, and, and a big there's there's a legal hook here because a big part of the indictment talks about the mens rea component seems to include disinformation and an intent to deceive the American people with respect to a national election. Mm-hmm. If that's the standard for falsification of records and so forth, then 
that we need to bring charges against the bureau agents. Yeah, yeah, but let, let's let's slow down. I know that sounds good, but that wouldn't withstand scrutiny. Like this isn't going to. So you want to bring charges that are going to stick. That federal campaign point you're making didn't stick. It was defeated uh, against John Edwards. And he got off the hook. He had donors who contributed a million dollars. And uh, the case was brought while Jack the Ripper Smith, who's now in Washington again, was head of the public integrity session. So we don't want to bring cases that are going to lose. We want to bring cases that are going to win. And I would recommend, as I did before, that local DAs, and I did this on my Sunday show, and I did it on Hannity last week, and I may do it tonight if I remember. That is that local DAs need to look at their state laws, because that's their jurisdiction, not federal laws. Look for any violations, whether it's an immigration-related issue or any other related issue, uh, civil rights violations, because this is a very racist administration, an anti-woman administration, and uh, sue them. And I would say sue the president. You know, I am of the belief that a president is immune from... from uh, Indictment, federal indictment. That said, that's never been tested at the Supreme Court. So make them defend themselves. Make them go through this stuff. This has to be done. If you're going to politicize the legal system against Donald Trump uh, or any other you know, Republican for these reasons, then the same thing must be applied to the Democrats. Now, they're very upset. Um, over there at Media Matters, the George Soros uh, House of Prostitution. But that's why they're upset. It's because I'm proposing this. And I've been proposing this now since all this came out. you got to fight fire with fire. Otherwise, you're going to lose your country. It's that simple. You're going to lose your country. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Did you know my name, Mr. Producer, was Embro? Here we on the hot WABC, hot Westwood One syndicated show. The hot KRLA, the hot, hot, hot. It's Embro here. Hey, uh, when are you going to put 
Joe Biden in prison. When are you going to go after Joe Biden? Well, you know, I've, uh, I've been chasing down Biden for years and years and years, and uh, nobody's better at this than I am. No, nobody's been. So what are you trying to say? You're going to do something about this, man? We need to know this at Hot WABC. Hot KRLA. I'm an embro. Yes, the answer is yes. Alvin Bragg should have said, I can't answer questions like that. I'll violate the rules of professional conduct of New York. I have to treat everybody fairly and equally. And obviously I'll look at all matters when I'm in the office, but I can't target an individual like that. But he didn't say that. Neither did Letitia James, or as they call her, Tish James, who's in Albany, who didn't have what it takes to run for governor. But she's attorney general, another radical kook. And we've played audio of her and what she said during her campaign about Donald Trump, that she wanted to charge him, she wanted to take him out. All these people should be disbarred. But when you have a one-party state like New York, when you have a bunch of asses for lawyers like you do in New York, that's right, I said it, you, sh- you, you, whatever. One almost slipped by my lips. You, uh, you clowns, you slip and fall clowns, that's right, that's right. And when you see these lawyers dressed up in black robes pretending to be judges, it's a problem. And that is why Alvin Bragg is still a district attorney and why Tish is still the attorney general. They can't get rid of these people, regardless of their ideology and so forth. But they should. They need to clean up the legal profession in New York. It shouldn't shouldn't be based on your party identification. How is Hillary Clinton still walking free? Now, they spent money on this dossier that was a lie that involved the FBI, that involved a crime of altering documents for a FOIA request, all to take out Donald Trump yet again. How is it that Hillary Clinton has clean hands when everybody knows she ordered it? The money came out of her campaign. And you know how they put it on the records there, Mr. Producer? As a legal expense. As a legal expense. Now, Alvin and the chimp monks in the DA's office in Manhattan didn't think twice about that. Didn't think about any concerns. You know, he didn't say, you know, we got we to gotta look at this uh, very carefully under state law and, of course, uh, federal law. Even though I don't have jurisdiction, we definitely need to look at this. No, why not? Hillary Clinton has more lives than a cat. Crooked Hillary is the perfect name for that woman from Whitewater and beyond. The Rose Law Firm. And the travel office. And down the list. In about 15 minutes, we anticipate Donald Trump speaking live from Mar-a-Lago. We will be covering that live. So don't, don't leave us. We'll be right back. 
In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-381. 3811-877-381-3811. We're going to take uh, breaks a little differently this hour. And we're going to take a very early one. Um, so we're ready at uh, at the 15 mark after the hour. 815 East Coast, 515 West Coast, and so forth. Uh, so we have uh, a full... You know, full participation listening to what Donald Trump has to say today. And uh, we will do that. And we will have all of it. Um, I think one of the best programs I've ever done, and we've had a lot of good programs on Life, Liberty, and Levin, was this past Sunday. And what happened was... I had interviewed the president for several hours. He had invited me to dinner uh, later that night at 7. I left Mar-a-Lago, I think, I'm trying to think when, whenever it was, a little before 5, give or take. And within 20 or 30 minutes of my departure, I got a call from my buddy Sean Hannity, who told me that there had been an indictment. I hadn't heard it on the radio, but I did about a few minutes later. I contacted uh, one of the president's assistants, one of his closest assistants. I said, does he still want me to come? I don't have to. He said, absolutely. Now, those two hours I spent with the president were for two programs on Sunday. On consecutive Sundays, I thought, uh, and I hope. About a book that he has coming out. Now, it's not just about the book. It's 
It's a book that really relates to his history, to his career, and to American history. And through letters, what you'll hear is him talking about his decisions as a candidate, his decisions as a president of the United States. It's really quite fascinating. That's why we went to two hours. We're really going to do one, and we went to two. And uh, my hope is, my intention is, uh, to run that first hour, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday on April 16th. And then depending on how events break, the second part on the Sunday after that. It's still relevant, I mean, when you think about it. Um, I was really the only one on the scene at the time. And uh, it was a complete gentleman throughout. I want to give you a little history. Do I need to take a break now, Rich? One minute. Well, you're going to have to wait for Hannity tonight. I'll be on Hannity tonight. I'll give a little history lesson then. All these Republicans being rounded up. It's not the first time this has happened. Uh, Woodrow Wilson rounded up people who opposed with his views on the First World War. Um, because there was widespread opposition. And so in order to suppress it, they passed what they call the Espionage Act. The Espionage Act, Act, ladies and gentlemen, was passed in 1917. More on that a little later. We're going to take a break now. Go. Mark Lovin. You know, folks, we've got an awful lot swirling around this country, both internally and externally. We've got wars going on in all parts of the world. We've got riots effectively going on in our colleges and universities. We have inflation through the roof. It's an election year to boot. All these problems are often huge tailwinds for gold, which is why gold is at all-time highs, looking like it's going to go higher. And when it comes to gold, I only trust my friends at Advantage Gold. They help Americans just like you protect your retirement accounts and help safeguard your wealth through diversification. So call them right now, 800-900-8000. Get their free 2024 gold and silver kit, plus a special Mark Levin discount worth up to $1,300 if you qualify. Call Advantage Gold right now, 800-900-8000. See if you qualify to get your special Mark Levin discount worth up to $1,300 today. Performance may vary. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should always consult your financial and tax professional. I want to repeat something I said earlier. It's very, very important. As soon as Donald Trump goes to the microphone, by the way, we will go to Donald Trump. And that should be soon. That is that Joe Biden and his administration have put more Republicans in prison or charged more Republicans than any president in American history. And most of these people were parading or were trespassing. This administration has threatened the right to protest by parents like no administration in American history while allowing their own militia to go out and beat people and burn things down and riot. 
This administration has targeted people of great faith, deep religious faith, who oppose abortion, and have prosecuted more of those folks for exercising their liberties than any prior administration. And this is the growing police state that I talk about. And what's being done to Donald Trump is a uh, perfect example of it. It's a terrible example of it, actually. And it won't just be Donald Trump. They're setting a precedent. Their base is demanding this. Their billion-dollar donors insist on it. These are Soros prosecutors. And it's going to get worse before it gets better, if it gets better. That's what's taking place. Now, under the Espionage Act that was passed by Woodrow Wilson in the Congress, not a single person was convicted of spying or sabotage under the Espionage Act. But, given the ambiguity of the statute back then, and it's been amended several times, but there are ambiguous aspects to it. Federal prosecutors use the act to bring over 2,000 cases. At least 1,055 convictions resulted. People went to prison because they protested, wrote against, opposed Wilson's war policies. One of them was a uh, perennial candidate for president, head of the American Socialist Party labor leader Eugene Debs. Eugene Debs ran for president from prison. And yes, you can be indicted and run for president. You can be in jail and run for president. And then all you do is you, per- you pardon yourself. They also went after certain unions that had opposed the war, the entry into the war. Um, they prosecuted anti-war activists <coughs> for their speeches. But even much more innocuous uh, was the speeches that were given that would have really little effect on the outcome of what was taking place, but they, they still punish these people. Attorney General at the time, Attorney General Gregory, the aggressive use of the Espionage Act, even though he said it interfered with civil liberties, and he directed the prosecution of Debs, no doubt at the, at the direction of Woodrow Wilson. And he gave prosecutors broad discretion. Nearly half the prosecutions, writes the encyclopedia.com, occurred in just 13 of 87 federal districts, most located in the western states. There were only five prosecutions in Massachusetts, but this is the way it worked. Also, the postmaster general had the right to open mail that looks suspicious. I'm telling you, this is what Democrats do. He had few reservations about using the Espionage Act. He censored 15 publications. 
He censored journals that criticized the administration's method of financing the war, British policy in Ireland. He revoked the second-class mailing privileges of certain journals. Think about it. And he thought that the interruption of their circulation, um, that the periodicals would go under, but in any case, they were no longer entitled to use their mailing privileges with the lower postal rates. Most judges and juries applied the act expansively. Did you know that? Judges routinely instructed juries that they could infer unlawful intent from the likely effects of the defendant's words. Again, under the Democrats, under Wilson. And these judges often instructed juries that they can convict on the basis of a bad tendency, quote-unquote, of the defendant's language, whether or not prosecutors had shown actual bad effects, or that any soldiers or possible recruits had been exposed to the defendant's words. That was enough to convict. So when juries were instructed like this, most of them convicted. Only a handful of justices that is, judges, construed the act narrowly in an effort to reconcile the act with the First Amendment free speech. But not many. Not many. There were a series of famous dissents in cases involving the prosecution of outspoken political activists that rose mostly in the 20s Justice Holmes and Justice Brandeis invoked the clear and present danger test, but they interpreted it in a fashion that was far more protective of free speech than to Holmes's use of the concept. When Holmes asserted that these dissents with the earlier Espionage Act rulings, both in tone and application, they were more protective of free speech. But Holmes and Brandeis required a much closer and immediate link between the speech in question and the danger that the government sought to avert. Anyway, that's the Espionage Act. That's the history, and they're trying to use it against Donald Trump and others, as you can see. Now, there are people who are coming out from behind the doors, family members of President Trump, so he will be speaking any moment, That's for sure. And Mr. Producer, we're going to be able to pick it all up, correct? A little louder, please. Okay. I want to make sure. uh, Because it's just a matter of a few seconds now. I only point this out because people are talking about, oh, the documents case. The documents case. The documents case in Manhattan, the documents case of Mar-a-Lago, documents, 87,000 new IRS agents. Yeah, the documents, always the documents. All right, looking now, president's about to come out, I can tell, because the Secret Service have stepped out. And it's been a long day for the president and the Secret Service who've been with him. These are very good people. Get to meet them. I don't know them all, but I've gotten to meet them. And uh, 
president will be out any minute now. I can see that. President of the United States. Here you go. President Donald J. Trump. Crowd on its feet. You hear? iPhones up in the sky. Thank you very much, everybody. And we have to save our country. God bless you all. God bless you all. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. From the beginning, the Democrats spied on my campaign. Remember that? They attacked me with an onslaught of fraudulent investigations. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. The illegal and unconstitutional raid on Mar-a-Lago right here. The lying to the FISA courts, the FBI and DOJ relentlessly pursuing Republicans, the unconstitutional changes to election laws by not getting approvals from state legislators, the millions of votes illegally stuffed into ballot boxes and all caught on government cameras, and just recently the FBI and DOJ in collusion with Twitter and Facebook in order not to say anything bad about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, which exposes the Biden family as criminals and which, according to the pollsters, would have made a 17-point difference in the election result. And we needed a lot less than that, like about 16.9. It would have been in our favor, not my favor, our favor, because our country is going to hell. And we remember the 51 intelligence agents who said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It didn't exist. It was Russian disinformation. Remember that? And that was all confirmed strongly by the FBI when they all knew that it wasn't Russian disinformation. And so much more. Our elections were like those of a third world country. And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left, George Soros-backed prosecutor Alvin Bragg of New York, who campaigned on the fact that he would get President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. He wanted to get President Trump at any cost, and this before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me. He was campaigning. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Mark Lovin. Well, 
Real America, the president actually finished about 20 seconds after we uh, broke away. And uh, I will be on Hannity in the next 20 to 30 minutes uh, to talk further. Uh, I thought it was very well done commentary. I mean, basically, he was giving a reflection on what's happening to the country. And of course, he's right. And uh, and it is. It's it's a terrible, terrible thing. What's happening to him? I mean, I'm I'm sitting here. The Democrats want to change the Supreme Court. They want to change the Senate. They want to change the filibuster rule. They want to eliminate the Electoral College. They want to change the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth and the Fifth Amendments. Uh, government censorship on the media where they use the FBI and DHS, targeting parents, targeting pro-lifers. Just think about it. In this administration, as I keep saying, so the backbenchers will repeat tomorrow, they have imprisoned or charged more Republicans than any administration in American history. That includes people from all over the country who came on January 6th and were not violent, That includes pro-lifers. That includes parents. That includes members of state legislatures. And of course, in the case of Donald Trump, they used, in my view, an unconstitutional warrant. They had an FBI SWAT team, two impeachments, the Mueller criminal investigation, the January 6th Stalinist investigation. Now, a Democrat AG in New York, a Democrat DA in Manhattan, a Democrat DA in, in Atlanta, the Biden attorney general. He, in turn, appoints a special counsel, another Democrat. In Washington, D.C., has two federal grand juries going against this president. I want you to think about this. The Espionage Act of 1970, used to imprison opponents of President Wilson. It's funny how that keeps coming up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. We salute the truckers out there, the men and women in Ukraine and Taiwan, the freedom fighters. I will be on Hannity in a few minutes. I hope you'll catch it. God bless each and every one of you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 